0: Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Krimer and our friends at Krimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves.
1: Happy Sunday evening to you. David Vaughn here. Welcome to another edition of Rev. Lori Enright and I are so honored to come uh, over the airways each Sunday night. You're probably bored. You're probably say, oh, no, here comes that bald-headed guy again on the air. I've heard enough from you. I hope not. I hope that you're learning. We're revving up your week. That what we share is revolutionary in some ways, and that we can kind of give you some momentum on a Sunday night after maybe a long weekend heading into Monday and give you some some gas, some energy in your tank spiritually, relationally, uh, and emotionally really to get you going. And so we're having a blast talking to you, and I understand, Lori, that the show that follows us, Rock Solid Radio, Rock Solid Families, mm-hmm. was a huge hit. Is that it, true? Yeah.
0: You know, they said they got Facebook messages and um, and we're really excited about it, and I've been yeah. following them on social media, so I see people chiming in, um, encouraging them, and excited about it. Yes. So.
1: Whitewater Crossing has taken over Eagle Country and taken cool. over Lawrenceburg. Like you yeah, like it. You're like not it. sad about it. No. So I don't know. Those of you listening may think (laughs) otherwise, but we love it that you're listening. And we love it. If you want to send us any uh, questions, how would someone correspond with us, Lori?
0: Um, they can send us questions at uh, Rev at com. But I'm sure they could also um, send us, send the Eagle Country yes. Facebook page a message. They could probably send the Whitewater Crossing Facebook page yes. a yes. message, even complaints. But we send those directly <laughs> to David. Oh, yes. I don't deal with yeah. those.
1: Yeah. I, bring them all on. Bring on bring on <laughs> what you got. I, I've been talked about by the best, you know, so I, I can handle that. Yeah. Um, and I, we do want, you know, one of our goals is to get you to connect with Jesus. Uh, he's like the reason we're here. He's the reason my guests are always here. He's the reason our church is here. It's this person named Jesus and having a relationship with him that has totally revolutionized our life. Talk about revving up your life. So we'd love to have you any Sunday out at Whitewater Crossing. There's always something going on. Nine thirty and eleven fifteen are our mm-hmm. service times. You can get on our website, whitewatercrossing.org, and click the Plan Your Visit page and get a little sample of uh, what we do every week here. You can come and be anonymous at lunch. Somebody I talk to is anonymous, wants to kind of sit back in the shadows, and I've encouraged them, come out of anonymity, you know, and uh, move into community. So we had that good conversation. But for a while, you can just hang out, drink the coffee, which is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out what we're doing. And we uh, there's always something going on on a Sunday And great morning. places
0: for the kids and the teens. That is
1: true. Yeah, Harbortown and Student Union are awesome. I wish I'd have had something like that when I was growing up. I had to sit in big church and listen to my dad preach. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other show. But uh, I love my dad. But it's not – Harbortown is so much better, Student Union. So our guest, i got a friend uh, here with us on the show tonight. Her name is Pam Stahl. And she knows exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to Harbor Town or Student Union and engagement at Whitewater. And so I want to introduce Pam Stoll to you. For any of you out in Eagle Country that are wondering, could my little life make a difference? You know, I'm just a something. And I think for a while Pam thought she was just a school teacher at a little elementary school. She had no idea the ripple effect of her life of investing in people. And we still, still, even today, hear story after story of the difference that Jesus is making through the life of this curly-haired blonde lady uh, (laughs) named Pam Stoll. So Pam, welcome to the program. Hi. And tell us a little bit, for those who may not know In Eagle Country, some people tune in from Whitewater, but give us a little bit of your life story. Uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'll have you transition to some things that, that I think God has used you for greatly, but tell us a little bit about your professional life, and maybe a little bit how you came to this thing called Jesus Christ relationship.
2: Uh, I was born in Cincinnati, and uh, I spent the first 12 years of my life at a Catholic school, and I am very grateful to my parents for for that opportunity yes. that they gave me, good foundation uh, to start absolutely, on. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I went to Miami University, and I taught for thirty-five years all over the world. Um, I taught in Cincinnati, in Germany, in Alaska, and in Kansas. So I I've man, been, I've been around lots of kids. I've been everywhere. Um, uh, but my last stint for the for twenty-five years was here in. This area, particularly in Southwest local schools. I started at Harrison Elementary. I I was there for five years, but then I spent my last 20 years um, right down the street from Whitewater Crossing in Wightingtown School.
1: Near the Beer House, which is the sponsor of our show. Let me just put a little shout-out in for Mark, and they've been good partners.
2: They have been better than good partners. Um, I'll talk about that later. So... um, I, when I started at Miami Town, I, you know, the superintendent had said, I think this is a good fit for you. Let's, Mm. let's just move you to Miami Town from Harrison. And, uh, I thought I was there for, you know, social reasons Mm -hmm. and because of the, the clientele that attends Miami Town and their specific needs. Um, as I look back on everything that has happened in my life, didn't see it at the time, but that old saying that God puts just the right people in the right places sure at the enough. right time for His glory. Wow.
1: And that when is I true.
2: Because there was some really, you know, I, I raised three boys by myself, and there mm. were some really rough moments when I questioned, mm. you know, what the heck's going on? Why is this happening? Where Where am I headed? And uh, now God's I, in it. Oh, so if yeah. there's a
1: single. Mom, trying to raise kids right now, listening to us on Sunday night, what word would you speak into their life right now? Hope. Hope. Hope.
2: Hope. Yeah. Find find hope in Jesus, and from there you'll go to joy. And that that is where I am now with my yeah. life, just joy.
1: Yeah, I think just Lori joy. and I can attest that the times in our life when God seemed the most absent, he he was never gone. He was there. We may, Just because you couldn't see him didn't mean he's not there. And, and, uh, and when you uh, that's get true.
2: on the other side and look back at all the all the the little different things that happened, you can see him right there with you. Yeah, right there with you.
1: So you started teaching, and you were there when I moved to town. You were part of the church.
2: Yes, yeah, so we had just actually um, joined. I think right shortly before you got there at age forty-seven, I was yeah. baptized. Yeah. Well, my second baptism. Second, so yeah.
1: you were like a lot of Westsiders, Maybe grew up Catholic. Uh, I you was and Bob, yeah, as an infant, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, at the time, what well, is it is an interesting story how I ended up at West. Then yeah. Westwood Shively. Uh, my husband and I were looking for a church. We had mm-hmm. made the conscious decision that 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 really needed to be part of our lives. And we did what we call church shopping.
1: Yeah. A and, lot of people do that. Mm-hmm.
2: And we were headed to a little episcopal church that is right down the street yeah. from Westwood Chevy. Yeah. And we well, were had, on Glenmore right, with, before we right. moved down and, here, yeah. And they on their website had posted the wrong service times. So we went there and there was no service. <laughs> and we mm. were we turned around, we're coming down Glenmore and there were people walk you know, just walking up the steps to Westwood Shivyot and we just said, Well wow. What the heck, God shut down, down a whole website just to get the stoles at, at this church. So um, we we came in, and we never left. How about that? We never left. And um, that was also at the time when they were discussing the purchase of this property, the yeah. whitewater crossing sits on. And yeah. and uh, as you know, my initial thought was, uh, are you going to be kidding me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I can teach at Miami town yeah and we'd go to church right down the street and you know because the goal was for community involvement and to to make ourselves available to our uh mobile home friends on yes. the side and I thought well that means I'm just gonna see these kids all the time all the time oh yeah. my goodness God, can't I get know. away from them oh no he had a whole different plan <laughs> um so uh at that time we made a we, the church, made a conscious effort to have a presence in the 128 mm-hmm. community. And uh, before we even broke ground here, um, my now very good friend, but who I did not know at all at the time, Terry Beth. Yes. The children. Who used to Minister. be on our staff. Yeah. yeah. And um, whose presence is still so yes, well known here. Absolutely. Um, she contacted me. I don't know who gave her my name, but said, I, I know you're at Miami town school. I know you've been attending church. Is there any way we could help you? And I was at that time in charge of the just say no club. And that, of course, at a school, you're always looking for volunteers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thirsty,
1: hungry. We've got some teachers through here, principals, and they're like, yeah. please, thank you for helping us. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And so she came down and just helped me with the just say no club. And at during one of the meetings one of the parents that was there learned of her connection to this church that was being built and she said to Terry Beth, Well, why don't you have a Bible study? And I gotta tell you in my mind I was thinking, Do you know we're sitting in a public school? And and if you know Terry Beth at all, she said, Well, I'm gonna find out about that <laughs> And the next year Jam was born, Jesus and me yes. in Miami Town. Um and, and we still
1: have jam. Still so have jam. All huh. these years later, and after school. Yes. And for a while, I, I know in uh, the school very supportive. Which we were very careful. I know you were to not cross any lines that yes, were that needed. Absolutely. And,
2: Still, even yeah. with all of our um, outreaches that we do in schools, there there's a legal line that you can't sure.
1: cross. Sure. Yeah. Um. So Pam, you are like the epitome or the embodiment of a missional person, spreading joy, love, hope. God put you, think about that. All those years ago, he put you exactly where he wanted you for just the right time. We were coming. Who knew?
2: Who knew? And you know, something um, that I've been thinking about, uh, this saying that you say pretty often, Mm. that God doesn't call the qualified. Yes. He qualifies the call. That's so true. And and as I look back on Mm. my faith journey and where, and, and it has been hard for me to come to grips with the fact that I, that this little old former Catholic,
1: yeah, has,
2: has had any kind of spiritual effect in the community, yeah, but that's exactly what happened, yeah. I was not qualified,
1: yeah, and, yeah
2: and there was something about me that God said, You go, girl, yeah, <laughs> and you and know, she's what an unstoppable is, force, yeah. When God says go, we are not gonna say no,
1: that's right. When God says go, don't say no. That, that sounds like a Vaughnism right there. I, I got a
2: whole bunch of I, you them. You got a whole bunch <laughs> of them. I, as you can say, she,
1: she's infected with contagious Christianity. I love that. And yeah, I, I've noticed with Pam and Terry Beth and our other people, they are unstoppable force for Jesus. And I have heard so many stories of... Uh, kids and families that are blessed that are now in the church and now in other churches and now in the kingdom. And you have been around, we won't say how old you are. You're retired from mm-hmm. regular teaching. You still sub, right? Yes, Cause I, do, I know absolutely. I see some of that, but you now are able to enjoy the next generation of your students. Is that not true?
2: Um, well, my last year teaching, I had students of former students. Yes. And some of them come to Whitewater, by the way. That- um, but yeah, so, um, and they're all, they're like getting all grown up. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you a story, okay? Go, go. right ahead. So, a couple Sundays ago, <laughs> this is how you know that God just put you right where you're supposed to be. I was back in Town to teach kindergarten on Sundays, and this young man appeared at the door with a stroller. You know, it's his little girl in it. And I looked over, and initially I thought to myself, well, maybe he's new. He doesn't know how to check a kid in or whatever. So I started to walk toward him, and as I got closer, I knew I recognized him. And and as a teacher, when you see a former student, your hope is that you'll remember their name.
1: Yeah.
2: And you usually now, when I get start on that journey toward them, I think, oh, I don't
1: know. I don't yeah. Know.
2: So far, every time, by the time I get to them, the names. Oh, you're come out. so good! But I, I wish I had this. So I I walked over and he gave me a hug because of course we hug. Yeah. And um, he said, "I knew you would be here," and he said, "I I just had to come back here and find you and tell you you're why I'm here." How about that? And and I thought. You know, that was so cool. But then, you know, the next thought, which there's nothing that he would understand about this, is that Jesus has just given me the opportunity to be this face out here. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that has been Mm -hmm. lucky enough To see these stories, to get the hugs, Mm -hmm. but I'm surrounded by a group of people that just won't quit. Yes, it's a good team, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, I mean, from everything from the people, you know, in Harbortown that do the handy hands, that make the stuff we take to the school, to the people that volunteer in the summer, you know, at the parking lot, you know, I just, that is what has been so awesome for me, is that I have been given that opportunity to see changes.
1: Well, your Pam's like the Pied Piper of that's uh, oh Miss Stoll, Miss Stoll. So we'll go next door to one of our manufactured home communities, and we'll walk around and we'll pass out stuff, or we'll offer to help, or we've done all kinds of things just to be good neighbors. And and they know Pam, and I, next thing I know, there's like 15 kids following Miss Pam. You know, so she has that natural ch- charisma. I tease her because I told her a while ago that her spiritual gift, Lori. Was the gift of gab? I said, <laughs> "You have the ability to talk. That's your spiritual gift, and you got to use your use your yeah. spiritual gift." <laughs>
2: yes, that was who you called me because you wanted me to make some phone calls. I vividly remember that day.
1: Too. Yeah, I'm like her, I know tongue someone tongue that so likes so to talk. Yes, she's got the gift of gab, and I love that. So, working with kids in school and and obviously through church, you're very involved in Harbortown and student ministry and things. What are some lessons? What would be like the secret sauce? I bet there's some teachers, and we have a ton of teachers in our church, mm-hmm. by the way, at Whitewater Crossing School Administrators. Uh, but some anybody that's helping kids or helping people, what are some of the th- the, the things you have learned that ha- that have made it easy for you to impact lives in your profession and personal life? What would you say?
2: Um, well, as I think back on my career. I don't really think that kids have changed that much. Hmm. Society has changed. The things hmm. that kids have to deal with have changed. But the bottom line when you're teaching is they all come in. They're all very different. Your curriculum might be the same every year, but you have to alter that curriculum to hmm. to meet the needs of whatever has been put in your room that year. And and I have been known to be a little bit outside the box. <laughs> Um, with what I know you're such life. a role keeper <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's the bottom line, really. no matter what you teach or what you're doing, you have to weave love into it mm. and if you mm. if those kids know that you love them and you care about them, sky's the limit.
1: Mm.
0: Isn't that what isn't didn't Lisa say something very similar to that when we had yeah. her on the show? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Lisa but, Whiteley was uh, okay. in and on the show and uh, from Three Rivers, and she said almost exactly yeah. the same thing.
2: Well, and yeah. the other thing that, that, that I learned while I was teaching, you know, when I was raising my kids by myself, money was a big issue. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was not financially in a position to do a lot of extra things in my classroom. So I learned that you needed to draw on the support of other people. And you know that old adage that said um, it takes a village to Mm. Mm. to raise a child. Yeah, Uh, I mean that was that was that saying was around when I started teaching, and that was so true then. But it is really true now. Mm. And and in this community, we are so lucky that we are surrounded by people and businesses. And churches that that love kids and that truly work together—it yeah. it is an amazing thing to see. Because I get to, I get to go to a lot of the faith-based meetings um, that Whitewater is part of. I mean, we yeah. have a presence in Lawrenceburg now mm-hmm. and Southwest yeah. Local.
1: Someone told me the other day that we have a presence in—is it six schools, eight schools? I mean, it's something like that. Well, Multiple yes. school systems, yes. In yeah. those
2: through Southwest, Three Rivers, and Oak Hills. We are part of the faith-based initiatives in those school districts where the um, school administrators meet mm. with all of the mm. well, any church yeah. that would like to attend yeah. and have conversation yeah. about how we can all work together to benefit the kids within the legal confines of right. what what is right. allowed. Um, but it when that can all come together, it. The results are incredible. Beautiful thing to see. And, and as you, when, when you alluded before to um, Mark Kreimer yeah. and Steve at Steve's VP, I can, I just know when I was teaching, if I ever truly had a need, I could just go and show up at the yeah. door. Yeah. And uh, one year when we did um, Upward Basketball. We really wanted to include the kids who were under resourced because hmm. there is a fee for upward basketball, right. so I just went to Mark and I said, "Can you find me some businesses in town um you know to help sponsor, sponsor these kids yeah. and uh and of course, if you know Mark, his yes. answer was they'll be sponsored. just come back later <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were, and they were and, and the thing that's also cool is um when the kids get to see these teachers and people from church and the and the people in the community in their schools or here at church or at a basketball game or a football game they learn mm. that they are loved by a, a community of people mm. yeah. because yeah reality is you know for some of these kids life's not good no um no they're
1: and, th- and are, they're, it's so significant that you said love because I, I they're thirsty for love they're hungry for love they don't get that anywhere else and I think that's when teaching really becomes uh, transformational. You're not just giving information dispensing information. you're, you're helping to invest in a life mm-hmm. that's changed And they those students know, Pam whether the teachers love oh, them care they about do. them Absolutely. They know they can sense that and especially if they're hungry for that affirmation and uh, that's what I think has made you such a great success is they know you love them. And yeah. you're there for them.
2: Yeah, and it's and even if I wasn't allowed to talk about church, right? At school, the kids all knew. Yes, a lot of them. Well, seventy-five of them come to Jam. Yes, you know, or they get their shoe. They come here and get shoes or the backpack yeah. club or whatever. And and that is that is what my legacy is there now. It's the kids that I taught are now in. The last year I was teaching, my 32 little kindergartners are now in fourth grade. So when I go to Miami town, anybody that's under fourth grade doesn't know that I taught there. Yeah. So when I walk into the building or I sub in a classroom, you're the lady that ate lunch in our, par- our church <laughs> parking lot or you're you're the church lady you know church lady it's it's like i have a different identity Mm
1: -hmm. um and it starts all over again yeah
2: and it's it is
1: and i know in eagle country we've got some uh we've got some people that are in indiana now we're getting into some dearborn county schools and Mm -hmm. lawrenceburg and we had the superintendent in for that who attends here and and I mean, just God is doing some incredible things.
2: And you never know. I got a I got a call from a lady who works at a bank in Aurora. And well, she called church and they gave her hmm. my number. And she said... She's like an
1: adjunct staff. Can really. I? Yeah. Can I
2: can you read the number of that lady that did the shoe video? <laughs> so and <funny. laughs> so she said, I was at church once and... And the sh- they played the shoe video about Shoes for Souls and how we collect all the shoes mm-hmm. from kids yeah. in the area. And she said, I-, I need to do that. I need to do that down here in Lawrenceburg in the Aurora area. She said, can you tell me how you did that? And I said, well, do you attend Whitewater? And she said, well, I come periodically. My kids go to church there, mm. the high school kids in the mm. union. And she said, so mm. to encourage them, I come. Um, and she said, "But, but the things you guys are doing... Mm. She said, "I no. want to try to duplicate that down here for the kids that live in our community and I you just you do not know when someone's no. listening or watching no. Or, no. or what they might take away from from something that you are doing and it's it's incredible.
1: And then it feels good to be used by God. I mean the the, peop- the happiest people on the planet are people who serve and give. They're not consumers they're contributors.
2: And, and it causes you i I say now that I am more on fire than I have ever been because yeah, it, I don't it's think like you've lost this it. contagious thing and it just yeah, you know uh, it really just grows and grows. and i I have to tell you, I know lots of people say that they think you're just preaching to them. yeah um, and the cool thing for me now is I also can since I have so many former students who are here. Mm. Sometimes you will preach on something, and I will think, I know who this message was for. Mm. But just recently, actually last Sunday, when you said that it, you can't be, a, if you want to grow, you can't be a better you, that is how I yeah. have looked better at things. A better version and maybe I just, of yeah. mm. What do I need? I, I need to be a better reflection, reflection of, of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, that is how we grow. And yeah. I... I yeah. I had never really thought about it that way, and I've been sitting in your pews for a long time.
1: I know, and she keeps you know? coming back. It's very <laughs> kind of you to say. I, I hope that my words are helpful and hopeful for people. Yeah. And if I can inspire others like you uh, to go then ripple out to others, that's like the best thing I get to do. And Pam and I have been partners on every crazy idea this church has ever done uh, Lori, some of them I came up with, some of them others came up with, (laughs) and we would just like go for it and see what happens. And it's amazing what God uh, has done and what he continues to do. God loves to work through people who are not afraid of risk, not afraid to trust him. And uh, Pam and her husband, Bob are like the, the examples of someone moving from religion to relationship. And then being sent out uh, to solve – she was solving seven problems before we even had a name for it, you know. Uh, And I just – if we had more people like her, the world would be a better place. And Eagle Country would be a better listening area. And so I just encourage you, if you think you're just a teacher, you're just a something, you are never just that. God has put you exactly where he wants you with your network, your skill set, your gift – whether it's the gift of gab, the gift of giving, whatever your gift is, use that. And so sometime on a Sunday, come down to Whitewater. You'll see this curly-haired blonde lady, the church lady, walking around. And uh, uh, you, you might just run into Pam somewhere, and uh, you can tell her, Hey, I heard you on Equal Country. That was good. <laughs> so well, thank you for being uh, on the show. And, Lori, there's a lot that's been going on, uh, I know, in our worlds these days. And Uh, I gave a message, and we'll kind of unpack that here on another show, I know, uh, just uh, a message uh, that speaks into um, what's going on in our world, our society. There's so much tension, strife, stress, angst, anger in the political and cultural uh, world in which we live, and I just want to speak hope and peace and healing Mm -hmm. and help into that, which is our church mission, uh, to help people find hope in Jesus and a home in his local church, and That's always been our goal. Now, Pam, you like to help people. Think how many things we have helped and given to people. And I do a little segment called Weird Church News or Odd Church News. And the police just arrested this woman named Annie. I'm not going to give you her name. She's 54. She was caught stealing donated clothes from the donation bin outside of the church more than once. They think that she wasn't stealing them for her. That she was uh, stealing them to sell. She, the police uh, noticed stuff was missing missing from the from the bin. So they finally got on closed circuit TV. It shows her driving to the back of this particular church, Catholic church, opening the donation box, emptying all the bags of clothes, and then placing the bags in the white uh, in the back of her white Ford Taurus. So they were able to identify her, uh, brought her down. She's now in jail, <laughs> you know, for stealing. Stuff from the church, so I I am amused and amazed at what people do. This may be the very best thing that happens to this gal named Annie because I think God may have got her attention. But you don't have to steal if you're if you're looking for clothes. If you're looking for help, uh, Lori, Pam, and I can get you hook you up, hook you up okay. to the right person. Uh, but this is the world in which we live. And so it's bad when people start stealing from church. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I, I wouldn't want to be, I mean, stealing from anybody's bad, but when you start stealing from God's stuff, yeah. it's not a good thing. And I remember when we were building the building here on 128, and this shows you the loyalty. Pam would probably, I, I think she still remember this. We were building the building and uh, some of, we have a trailer where the workers are keeping their tools and, and we thank God never had any, uh, bad damage, uh, of theft or, uh, vandalism or anything in the church, but somebody got in and picked into the, uh, the trailer where some tools were and they reported they were missing. And I think it was actually some kids from the neighborhood that were at, the Miami Town school said we know we know who did that is that what they said they kind of knew or they said we th- we know all about this and uh, and they helped us
2: the kids yes
1: well
2: what you probably don't remember is they were talking about it in my classroom
1: look at wow. that wow yeah look, look at I had that all about i forgot that. about that yeah they came in and were telling me
2: about it who did it
1: See, uh, yep. so God put Pam in there. And <laughs> I, and I think, about. yeah, I didn't forget about it. I think so. That, I don't know. Word on the street, man. Don't touch my church at Whitewater Crossing. And those, those students were defensive and yes. helpful. And we never had anything stolen after that during the construction. I think they were like protecting us. They were the police. So that shows you what Pam can do. But anyway, thanks again for another Sunday evening. It goes fast, doesn't it, Pam, when you got the gift of Gab, like me and you? And uh, so we're glad that you uh, have tuned in again. Come uh, back again next Sunday night at 7 at your hometown uh, radio station, Eagle Country. And we're just excited, excited that you could be a part of our family. And uh, come see us at Whitewater sometime because we'd love to help you find help and hope in your own life. God bless you. See you next week.
0: Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.